0: 1 together Together. (laughs) i like
1: to change it up oh that's good good. (laughs) (laughs) i'm michelle
0: share the load load, load, load. and i'm harper buzz your girlfriend woof so uh welcome to 2020 y'all
1: hey new decade
0: (laughs) new decade new you Mm -mm. so um for this episode we are going to this is our december episode so we'll have something a little more uh decade specific i
1: Next wonder what time. it could be
0: yeah <laughs> but um but for this one we're going to talk about our movies we watched in december and this episode is coming out a little later than we planned but that's because we cram as many <laughs> movies into the year as possible yeah. which tends to mean new year's eve is a movie marathon yeah. and that's what we did last night
1: We ended up watching three movies
0: <laughs> yeah and well those will be the last ones we'll get to so well, um, basically, you know, like we do for every month, we'll go through all the movies we watch this month, and there are quite a few, so we're going to kind of go through these pre- pretty quickly. And then for our mini segment, uh, we recorded something a week or two back, I guess two weeks back now.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we recorded right after we got home from seeing Star Wars. So we'll refrain from talking about Star Wars when we get to it on this list, uh, because we spend probably 25 minutes talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll hear that. That'll be at the end of the episode. So let's dive into December 2019. Uh, so the first movie I have is a little movie called Home Alone.
1: I have Home Alone too. Yeah.
0: So we moved into a new house this month, or at the end of last month, um, and we thought about it and decided that Home Alone was the perfect first movie for our first home.
1: Well, especially in December. Yeah. Christmassy.
0: So yeah, it was Christmas, uh, Christmas and new house. We had to defend it. All that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, Home Alone's awesome. One of my all-time favorite movies.
1: There's nothing left to be said about Home Alone. Yeah, it's, a five, <laughs> it's a five star for yeah. me, genuinely. It's a, it's like a perfect kids movie. It's amazing. Yeah, I like it.
0: And we watched that, uh, uh, movies that made us episode on it while we worked on some house stuff. So that was yeah. kind of cool. I didn't know they shot the whole thing in like a high school.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you would never have known. No.
0: So yeah, it made me like it even more. But yeah, Home Alone. What's, uh, what's next on your list? Uh,
1: 1917.
0: That's right. We saw 1917 uh, at an early screening.
1: Yep. Uh, It was between this and Cats, but we got into 1917. Boy, that worked out. Those audiences couldn't go together more perfectly.
0: (laughs) It's a lot of overlap in that Venn diagram.
1: So for this one, I ended up giving it a four and a half. I did as Um, well. I didn't give it a five. Well, generally, I like it. I like the movie. I think it's beautiful. I think the cinematography is probably the best thing going for it. Um, but I had an issue with like the main actor in it. I didn't think he Hmm. conveyed enough
0: emotions for me. Okay. Since
1: the cast is so like small and you follow these two people.
0: Yeah. Okay. I I gave it a four and a half as well, but for different reasons, I, I like, it would have been a perfect five for me, but I had some issues with the sound. Um, which I don't want to dive into too much here because we don't have a ton of time, but, um, yeah, I just, it wasn't quite as immersive or, uh, um, dense as I thought the sound should have been for a movie. That's all about being totally immersive. Yeah. Um, but otherwise I thought it was nearly perfect. It was really beautiful. Uh, yeah. That sh- that scene with the flares going over the shadows. Yeah. And the and night stuff, scene amazing. is
1: definitely the best. I think
0: that's one of the ones that's going to be like one of Roger Deakins' uh, you know the greatest examples of how amazing he is. Yeah,
1: um, and then I wasn't too crazy about the music either.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I had some issues felt with the weird. music too. It, it was a little distracting at times.
1: So yeah, as far as war movies go, not the top of my list, but still pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'd say it's very good. It's still it's still in my top ten. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, for the year, but yeah. Uh, what's next for you? Marriage Story. Me too. Yeah, we watched Marriage Story on the third. Um, I really liked it. Um, I think it had some, some of my favorite performances of the year. I think, I know this is, I don't know. I know you did probably disagree, but I thought this was the year of Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no. I thought I know you don't like her as an actress generally, but, uh, I thought she was really, really good in Marriage Story and in, um, Jojo Rabbit. In both movies, she really stuck out to me as being really I liked her fantastic. in Jojo.
1: For this movie, I wouldn't say it was her fault. Who directed this? Noah Bombach. It felt very Woody Allen-ish, and she's been in a lot of Woody Allen movies, and I feel like she just kind of went with the, like, I'm going to talk fast and be like, oh, I'm so cool, but then it's, it was not really her fault, it's just, like, the way her character, I, I had issues with I still gave it a four, I, like, I liked it, and I thought it had some good moments, but for me, it felt like she was supposed to be the focus of the film, but then it really was all about Adam Driver and his career and his choices, and she kind of took a back seat and that kind of seemed to be the opposite of what the entire movie was about cuz she's supposed to be like gaining her confidence and divorcing him and right. finding her own path and like we don't see any of that
0: I do agree with that. I think it was a really excellent movie but I totally agree that it's very it's it's, it's called marriage story, but it's really yeah. a husband's story. Yeah. Like it seems at the beginning like it's going to go back and forth between them, but at a certain point, it swings to Adam Driver's character and never goes back, yeah. really. Yeah.
1: So I had an issue with that. Yeah. I it
0: totally could have been agree. bit more
1: balanced.
0: Yeah. I totally agree. Um, yeah. It, it showed his struggle with the divorce. It didn't really show what, how she was dealing with it, good and bad. Yeah. Really. So yeah. But I thought, I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, I thought it was really, really well made. Mm hmm. Um, Next on my list is The Irishman. Mine too. So, yeah, we, we spent a night watching that.
1: And I think, I don't know, I think we had different opinions on this too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we did.
1: Because I only gave it a three and a half, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty low, because I usually really, really love Martin Scorsese movies, and I like everybody in this movie, mm-hmm. but for some reason it just didn't really, it didn't feel smooth, I guess, like his other films, but um, and I kind of got lost at certain points, and it's so long. And like, if I rewatched it, maybe I would like it. But there's like uh, three and a half hours to spare right. <laughs> to, to guess if I'm going to like it again. I will say, <laughs> it's
0: funny to say this, but for a three and a half hour movie, but I feel like the last half hour felt very long. Like, the rest of it yeah. didn't feel super long to me because I was really interested in it. But the last half hour, when kind of the main action is done, yeah. Um, I know that's kind of the point of the movie is like, who he turned into and all that but like i don't know that part was the least interesting thing about it because to me i was super into because i didn't know anything about um jimmy hoffa or like how any of that worked and it yeah, was super interesting either. to see how his union and the mob and politics all kind of interwove it was like a forrest gump of hmm. mobster movies a little bit
1: with joe pesci yeah is there a joe pesci month yeah joe pesci was <laughs> awesome <laughs> Yeah, he was everyone was it. really good in it. How did you feel about the like CGI aging thing?
0: Um, I mean, I kind of have the same feelings about it that a lot of my friends have said and a lot of other people online is that it looks fine on their faces. Like it's yeah. after you kind of get used to it, it's not really distracting, No, but they still walk around like old men yeah. with young guys. Faces Definitely. On
1: them. There's a part where Robert De Niro like kicks somebody and it's like half-assed. Yeah. It's very, <laughs> like, very much. 60 year like old man a, kicking like old somebody, man. <laughs> not yeah, a 20 year old.
0: Yeah. But I, g- I gave it a four. Um, yeah, it, I, because it's so long, it's not a movie I'm going to revisit anytime soon. I'm sure. But yeah. I did think it was pretty good. It's not like Scorsese's masterpiece. Like, no. like I think Netflix probably wanted it to be, but yeah. it's a, it's a good, I thought it was a good movie. Um, and then I guess to rectify Michelle's yeah. feelings about that, <laughs> a few nights later, we watched the King of Comedy. Yeah.
1: Which I guess I talked about a few months ago. Yeah.
0: You watched it for the first time earlier. I this was the first time I had seen it. This. Yeah. Cause
1: I was like, mm, I need to watch a good Scorsese film.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the, my first time seeing it, and it's a masterpiece. I love it. It's uh, it's a perfect five for me. Like
1: you keep thinking about it after you're done watching it. I'm like I could watch it again. It's super <laughs>
0: funny, and it's also very kind of creepy and scary very and unsettling. Creepy. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's Robert just, De Niro's Robert amazing. De Niro, <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe my favorite Robert De Niro performance now. I mean, I know. so
1: ma, yeah, that's ma. My favorite part. <laughs> Robert De Niro in a basement with creepy cut, uh cardboard cutouts all over his room <laughs> trying to be a talk show host. Oh man, it's so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, it's, I, I'm. I'm already like excited to watch it again. Like yeah. I really, really, really enjoyed it.
1: So yeah, if you, well, also I think I watched this because I thought we were going to go see Joker and I was so mad because I'm like, this looks just like the King of Comedy, but then I had never actually seen it. So that's why I watched the first time. And now like when you watch the trailer for Joker, it looks like they're just trying to remake King of Comedy.
0: It's really bizarre. They even
1: have Robert De Niro in it as like a talk show host, right? (laughs) If it
0: wasn't obvious enough.
1: But the thing I like about this one is it really like blurs the lines between what's reality and what's not like are you seeing what he wants you to see or right. like, Especially is it end. real? Just because you don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I really, really liked it a lot. I thought it was fantastic. Um, and it's
1: a pretty good cast for just like four people. Really. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really like, I I always have trouble. Let me have um, look really quick. Typing. I, <laughs> I can't remember her name. Um, His, his like kind of, crazy head yeah partner. she's like a
1: comedian i can't yeah
0: and i i've i've i always feel like i've seen her in lots of stuff i was at uh sandra bernhardt
1: yeah
0: um she was really good too yeah
1: she was crazy um, yeah she's crazy, <laughs>
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah the whole scene when he when uh when jerry lewis is like taped up in the chair and yeah. she's like seducing him is just so like weird. i just want
1: to get wild or yeah. whatever <laughs> <laughs> i just want to get crazy yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's really good uh yeah so that was awesome
1: yeah Highlight
0: of the month. Um, I watched something on the 10th. I don't, I don't know. If, have anything. Okay. I watched uh, Bloody Birthday, which is terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. But I watched it because uh, Say Love Satan has an episode on it and I was, uh, I think I had a long drive to make the next day or something or in, in a few days and I wanted to have a long podcast to listen to. So yeah. Uh, but Bloody Birthday is about these little kids that are all born on an eclipse and they're all crazy and they mm. kill people suddenly on their 10th birthday uh it was not very good it was kind of it's kind of a mess so uh-huh. i gave it a one and a half stars well, it's yeah. kind of a bummer but
1: sounds like a cool idea
0: uh, yeah yeah really. it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> done very well at all it's very goofy. Well, maybe if
1: they only kill during another eclipse yeah well yeah that's or one or of something. the problems <laughs> like it's totally
0: unclear why they, st- they and and the description is like on their 10th birthday suddenly they start to kill and like they're why? they're yeah. killing <laughs> leading up to their 10th birthday too like Uh-oh. they're definitely like Weirdo they're little pervert weirdo kids. Yeah, the whole I don't know, it was not good.
1: All right. Uh the eleventh. Yeah. Rocketeer. Yes. So we got Disney Plus, and I was like, I want to watch the Rocketeer.
0: So that's what we did. Yeah.
1: Um, which I was a little worried going into it because I loved it as a kid and I was like, oh, it's probably gonna be awful. But it was still great.
0: Yeah, it was really good.
1: I thought it looked good and
0: um i think it totally held (laughs) up yeah i I hadn't seen it since i was a kid i didn't really even remember much about it to be honest but um yeah i thought alan alda in particular is really awesome in it
1: yeah his hair
0: uh yeah it's it's crazy (laughs) um and timothy dalton too is great yeah he's great um so yeah, don't so they made Jennifer versus...
1: Connolly's boobs like huge? It was so oh, weird. Really? They like even zoomed in on one part <laughs> with the that. creepy like guy at the table. Was like, oh, a yeah, kid's movie. Okay, yeah. Um <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, I mean what other movies do you get? Um Nazis fighting mobsters on
1: a Zeppelin with jetpacks <laughs> and zeppelins. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's kinda kinda
0: it's kind of a win win.
1: And the effects still work.
0: Yeah, yeah, it agreed. seemed like a
1: lot of it was practical, minus a few animations. Yeah, something. I mean, a lot of
0: it's just like mats and stuff. Yeah. It works really well. Yeah, I thought the flying stuff was excellent. You, you really, I didn't really notice it. It looked great.
1: And it's like a Nazi movie before you realize Nazis are all evil, right? It's like people are starting to know they're evil. Well,
0: not in 1991 when it came out, but Well, <laughs> I mean time. in the story, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like 1991 we figured out Nazis are evil.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's like, like during pre- the point, World
1: War 2, right, yeah, during when it's the happening. movie,
0: <laughs> they they sort of like discover that the um that the Germans are Germans, bad. <laughs> yeah, that they're like planning to invade America and stuff, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, did you, uh, do you is the next thing for you on the 13th? Mm-hmm. So, the next thing we did was watch on Shudder, uh, Joe Bob's uh, Red Christmas. Well, Red I only
1: watched one and then I fell asleep. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, we watched uh, Black Christmas, which we'd seen before and uh, we yeah. really like. We watched that on uh, Christmas Eve a few years ago for the first time, really liked it a it lot.
1: awesome. This is the original. I've heard. I don't know anything about the remake. I just heard it wasn't that great. You mean
0: either one of the remakes? <laughs> well,
1: the newest one to come out. I heard it was
0: very bad. Yeah. Reviews I don't know who bad. to
1: trust though, because you know, you white horror guys are pretty trolly. <laughs> it's true. But
0: yeah, I don't know. It didn't look particularly. Good. No, it's a the trailer a, didn't look. A that remake great. of a remake is always questionable to yeah.
1: me. Um, but this, yeah, for 1974, it felt really original and awesome and feminist and.
0: And genuinely, really creepy. Yeah, creepy. Really and creepy. The like last like three or four minutes are. If so you like creepy. the
1: movie Scream, you'll like this one. <laughs> yeah, I think Black
0: Christmas is fantastic. I give it a four and a half. Me too. Um, the next movie, the one that you slept through, <laughs> which I've never seen, was uh, Jack Frost. Not the one with Michael Keaton. Not I saw like the first movie. thirty
1: minutes. I saw up until like uh, some kid's head gets chopped off chopped with a sled off, yeah that would pretty awesome
0: <laughs> uh yeah i mean it's not a good movie by any stretch but it is super entertaining um and it does have a very unique like it reminds me a lot of you remember that campbell's commercial where the snowman comes in and eats soup and then he melts and turns it back into a kid from like yes. the 90s <laughs> that's what this whole movie looks like it's got that like kind of fuzzy 90s um cr- like Foggy Christmas look to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it is really. I mean, it's absurd. It's super ridiculous, but it was really fun. Uh, so I gave it a three, right, right down the middle, I guess, because <laughs> I I enjoyed it, but it's not a good movie. Um. And then on the fourteenth, we rewatched The Force Awakens
1: in preparation.
0: Yep, in preparation Star to see Wars. the new Star Wars. Um. So yeah, we watched Force Awakens on the fourteenth and Last Jedi on the fifteenth. Um, I think my feelings for force awakens haven't hadn't really changed. Uh, I still like it. I still think it's a good start to the trilogy. Yeah. It, 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 uh, asks a lot of interesting questions, whether those got answered <laughs> another story. Yeah. Um, Sets
1: up a good like plot for yeah. the rest of them and,
0: and builds some great new characters and stuff. So I still really like the force awakens. Um, and I will say The Last Jedi, I liked even more this time I think yeah, I like I it more every it time I watch it.
1: I think the first time I saw it, get like, three and a half, and then I bumped it up to a four. Yeah,
0: they've both got fours now for me. Because, like, I think I said online, like, The Last Jedi is, like, it has a lot of problems for me still. Like, there's some things I don't or I really strongly don't like about it, but it tries to do something different. Uh, and it try. It, it's – the ambition that it has is worth those, like, struggles. Like, yeah. there are things it doesn't get quite right, but um, – it's worth it in the attempt. Yeah. So it's, I think it's maybe the best of the new trilogy because of that.
1: Maybe I tie it with force awakens. Like, I don't yeah, know. I give them
0: the same rating, but, um, yeah.
1: Well, I just have to rewatch all of them nope. from the beginning and see. Yeah, I'm, done with, I'm done with Star Wars for a while. Yeah. need a break.
0: Um, oh, except for the Mandalorian, which we just, yeah. Ran well, through. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. <laughs> uh 17th
1: terminator dark fight oh okay (laughs) i thought you had something else (laughs) i was like "Uh, terminator
0: uh yeah so yeah newest
1: terminator we finally saw it
0: yeah about a month later yeah
1: um and for me i really like the first half i like the setup i like everything and then i feel like it totally goes batshit stupid in the second half i
0: i don't feel that harshly about the second half uh i did like when it when arnold's character is introduced it definitely takes a turn that's
1: yeah um and they could have used them in a way that i don't know it was too cliche a little bit yeah I um, do it like his jokes though. So. About drapes? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: like yeah. This is on call, the girls' room. <laughs> if, yeah. You should call the, uh, it's in the trivia for the movie on IDB. You can call the number that was on his drapes van and yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger will leave you a message about <laughs> drapes. Um, but yeah, I I went in with very low expectations because the reviews had been so bad and yeah. I actually thought it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it and I really liked the way it built on the like uh, timeline was interesting because the Terminator movies always have a problem with timeline cause Yeah. The more you try and go back and change something, The more time travel, change
1: the future. Well, just the less
0: <laughs> it starts to make sense. Yeah. Because the more you do it, the more you can't help but question, like, well, why don't they just go back and kill John Conner he's a baby? Like, yeah. <laughs> you can only do that so many times before that seems ridiculous. Um, but the, I, I really like the way they handle it in this movie.
1: I think the problem. I think the problem I had the most with this. It's very repetitive, and so by the second half of the movie, that's when I'm just like, okay, they're gonna go somewhere new. Something's gonna happen. Then they're gonna run to another new place. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But you could say the exact same thing. No, but they keep trying to
1: one up it. They're like, oh, we're gonna do it in a plane. Oh, we're gonna do it in a uh, dam. I will Uh." agree that I think (laughs) it's
0: it's maybe a little over the top. Like I mean, you know, the way all movies now do they have to up the ante too much
1: yeah they did it way too much yeah
0: i will agree that the stuff with the plane and the dam was maybe a little too much but i like the final mm. fight inside the dam a lot yeah that's i thought fine. it was really well done actually
1: and stuff on the highways are always great like just mm-hmm. stick to what you're good at stop trying to be like some other stupid movie <laughs> yeah
0: so i gave it a three and a half as Me i thought too. it was pretty good but i'm not planning on rewatching watching any time in the next year or two probably
1: yeah do you have anything between Nope <sighs> yes okay so the 18th was my birthday movie marathon mm-hmm. so i got to pick everything yep. <laughs> mainly stuff that harper either has or hasn't seen or i knew he would like or just wanted to watch because i watched as a kid and liked it mm-hmm. <laughs> so first up was the breakfast club yeah so you tell me everything you thought about it <laughs> oh i thought it was fantastic yeah
0: i really liked it a lot um I, I'm like a total John Hughes um, newbie, I guess. I yeah. have really, there's very few of his movies I've seen. Um, directed. Yeah, I wasn't anyways. sure
1: if you were you would actually like this or not because I I didn't know if watching it as an adult if you would still get like the same feelings as watching it like in high school. No, I
0: wish I had watched it in high school for sure, but I really liked it a lot, um, and I, I the. One of my big takeaways Was that it was not Nearly as dated As I thought it would be Yeah Like obviously The music's well, some 80s of the, and Some of the stuff They wear Like the, the, the main The
1: slang is an issue
0: Well yeah But the slang Is not a real thing Like all that stuff's Made up but the No
1: sl- I mean they say Like the F word Oh not
0: slang You mean yeah. like slurs
1: Yeah slurs <laughs> Yeah that's different
0: Yeah there were There were some It's like, like uh, They uh, should yeah, change that Yeah there's a little There's a couple parts That are like that but,
1: Very 80s bully uh, yes. Terms
0: But for the most part, um, yeah, it's, I thought it was excellent. It's really, uh, interesting and emotional and give, and very honest about how it deals with all these characters in a really interesting way. And a very
1: like small, tight knit
0: space. And I like how it does, it puts that same on all the characters. It gives you that same kind of close emotional analysis. Like even the the, like quote bad guy, the, uh, the the principal or whatever. Like he even gets like a moment where you start, when he has that conversation with the janitor where you, where yeah. it's like, you you know,
1: you the get this sort of like, like
0: in-depth thinking about how he got this way. Yeah. So it really is a movie about, you know, what it's like to grow up, um, to go from young adult to adult. And it shows you kind of both sides of it. So, yeah, yeah I thought it was really great. I loved it.
1: I'm glad. I was worried about that one. Yeah, no, that was great. <laughs> uh, and then we watched Big, which turned out to be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like it as much i can't really remember if i saw it when i was little i just remember the piano scene which maybe i just of saw course. clips of it um and for the most part i liked maybe half of it but then they like give him a girlfriend yeah, and like he really has weird. sex and like touches her boobs and it's just like this <laughs> is <your> weird
0: <laughs> well yeah to me the main problem with it i mean it's definitely creepy yeah for one, it's like he's 13 my main problem is like the whole reason in the beginning that he wants to uh get big it's a weird way yeah. to put it, but to grow up or whatever is so he can ride a roller coaster. And so he, I guess part of it is so he can like compete with this other dude. Yeah.
1: He wants to impress. Cause he's girl. like in love
0: with a girl who's either five years older than him or know. like three feet taller. I don't yeah. know. I which. think
1: she's like 15
0: and he's like 12 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but and then it's so weird because then they go to that to a fair when he's like an adult and he doesn't ride the roller yeah. coaster or the, that ride. It's like that's like the whole point, like that he wanted to you know be an adult and could do that. But yeah, I mean it had some has some funny moments and it's pretty well made and all that. But yeah, Um yeah. I, my favorite part was when he gets his first check at his job and he yeah. goes one hundred eighty three dollars. That was very funny.
1: Yeah there are definitely some funny one-liners but then i think the second half it just gets too like serious yes, for a kid's movie 100 <laughs> percent. i have the same problem
0: with another movie we'll talk about yeah. shortly um but yeah it starts as a comedy and then the last like 40 minutes are this weird like romance drama yeah. that i'm not nearly as interested like, no in kid
1: cares about that S.H.I.T.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um all right so the next movie we went to the theater and saw honey boy mm-hmm. starring shia labeouf but directed by somebody else. I thought he had directed I it, too. I did, too.
0: But he just wrote it and yeah. stars in it.
1: Um, <coughs> directed by Alma Harel. I probably mispronounced that because there's an apostrophe between Har mm-hmm. and L. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think I gave it a three and a half. Me, too. I, th- I guess I, I don't really remember what I thought. I was expecting, I guess, more of like an expose on his entire like childhood or like growing up and being a child star and i guess it only focuses really on like this few months span before he becomes huge
0: yeah it's i thought it was gonna cover like as he was getting really famous yeah like even stevens and stuff but yeah it's really takes place but most of it takes place before that yeah which is interesting um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was really good in terms, like, performance-wise and writing-wise, it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked, uh, I, this is going to be weird to say, but I thought it had some of my favorite sound design for mm. the year. It was really well mixed and everything. But, I didn't really
1: notice. <laughs> um,
0: but, yeah, I mean, it's it's really interesting and, and well done. And and um, what's his name that plays him, like, Present day Shia LaBeouf, Lucas um,
1: Hedges. Yeah,
0: Lucas Hedges does a great job of playing like the asshole Shia LaBeouf. Definitely, like, <laughs> like he's got it down pat, which is really funny to think like Shia LaBeouf was right there, like telling him like Yeah, like, hey, you he no, gotta be more of a douche. you more of a douche <laughs> <man>. right? <laughs> he nails it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was really good. But yeah, the, uh, the little kid too is really good too.
1: Yeah, um, He's definitely in the best uh,
0: part. His name is.
1: Well, there's uh, one scene that I thought where he really stood out. Noah dupe was when um he's on the phone with his mom yes. and he's relaying the messages back and forth but then he like starts he like becomes them as right. he's doing it
0: yeah that was really that was probably right, my favorite that, scene that was great I forgot about that scene it is really good yeah uh yeah what was next on your bir- big birthday day
1: big birthday Michel day um coming to America mm-hmm. so i i'd seen this on like tbs or whatever and yep. it was definitely way more censored <laughs> there was so much boobs in this too <laughs> it's a yeah. boob day um so i thought it was r- the first like half is really really funny and then the second half loses it
0: yeah i i totally agree it had the same problem as big yeah uh, it's better than big but uh yeah because the, the first half is fantastic yeah um, super clever yeah, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall are hysterical and I had no idea that they both would play like eight characters yeah I didn't
1: know that either I all the it... <laughs> barbershop guys
0: and like uh the preacher and yeah, stuff yeah and Man, the musician yeah I love Arsenio Hall where has he been my whole life <laughs> he was so funny in this. um yeah it was great I really enjoyed it uh, yeah like you say I think the last like 30 minutes or so when it becomes pure romance and there's yeah. not really any comedy to it is not particularly interesting to me because it's just not It's
1: such, so formulaic, like, these movies both came out in the 80s, but same year, so Uh someone was probably, like, in the studio, like, oh, it's got to end with a romance,
0: like. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's just, like, a tonal shift, and not just a tonal shift, but it's one that I don't think John Lannis does as well. Like, he does comedy much better than he does romance. Yeah. So, like, it's fine after that, but it's not a movie that I'm, like, particularly super into.
1: Also, like, it's kind of a rushed ending, like, she... I'm just gonna spoil it. Like,
0: (laughs) like she just like thirty years old
1: shows up a few months later on their wedding day. Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's a little (laughs) weird. Like they didn't talk at all before then. (laughs) Definitely a little surprise. (laughs) Um,
0: But yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I'm interested to see how they do this sequel coming that's coming up. Yeah, and I love. Yeah, I
1: don't know when it's supposed to take place or who it's if it's them or what.
0: Right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, But I mean, this has nothing to do with the current. Thing going on with Eddie Murphy But I'm glad Eddie Murphy is back Because <laughs> yeah we watched that as an episode too And he's pretty awesome
1: Yeah um, And then the last movie We squeezed in on my birthday Was Rumble in the Bronx mm-hmm. Starring Jackie Chan uh, so this movie is crazy. <laughs> not in a good way. I don't know. It reminded me of like Mad Max in 90s New York. Yep. <laughs> like the street gangs are insane. The like slang is weird. It's just all it's over the place. It's really <laughs>
0: funny how different this movie is from like police story. Yeah. Because like they're not all that different in like story wise. No, it's pretty, it's the same. has
1: the same uncle in it. Yeah, it's got, it's
0: even got some potentially connections you know it's weird with uncle it's bill Weird
1: jackie chan universe yeah the Chanverse.
0: <laughs> but um yeah it's it's super silly mm-hmm. uh it's re- i mean the, the whole last sequence where he's like running from and fighting on a giant hovercraft that's like yeah havoc like through New York. people it's through ridiculous. A beach. <laughs> yeah um but yeah so it's got some super silly moments but it was really fun um oh
1: and, and also uh Totally not in New York when they have like those huge oh, yeah. mountainous like Swiss Alps in it's the back. Very clearly like, where are China they? Uh
0: <laughs> for a lot of it. Like it's yeah. pretty obvious it's Hong Kong. Like, this or,
1: is not New York. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bronx, it is it ain't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's super fun. I give it a three and a half.
1: Me too. I think I mean it is what it is. If you like the
0: action, <laughs> yeah. ignore the rest of it. Yeah, it did have some really good fights and stuff. <laughs>
1: It's no police story though. That's correct. <laughs> um and next um, Star Wars.
0: Yeah, which we are contractually obligated to not speak about because you'll hear us talk about it at length.
1: Yeah. So on to the next thing.
0: Yep. <laughs> what do you got? Uh Ann and the Apocalypse. Yep. So yeah, on the twenty first we got to Anna and the Apocalypse on Amazon. Hulu. I don't remember. But um, hey, Hulu. Uh yeah, this is one I'd heard a lot about when it came out uh, last year, it uh, says 2017 on letterbox, but I feel like it had its main release last year.
1: Yeah. I was ex-
0: Two years ago now, I guess
1: I heard good things and I was expecting more and I just didn't really like it that
0: much. I agree. I gave it a three just cause I yeah. think some of the zombie stuff was really well done. And I liked, I mean, I'm not a musical guy in general and that really showed in like how I felt about this movie because I thought all the non-musical parts were pretty well done and i enjoyed and i liked some of the characters and stuff and all the musical parts i thought were really they were hard for me to watch and take well, seriously
1: yeah the thing i was expecting like i generally enjoy musicals and stuff and with this it was like i thought the musical part would be more comedic with the situation going right. on and so the songs weren't that funny or like they were just like it was a real musical, but it happens to be in the apocalypse. Yeah, well, the I thought musical, they would be like, melt together.
0: <laughs> well, first of all, I don't, the music in most musicals, and in definitely in this one, is terrible music. Yeah. Like, it's music <laughs> I would never want to listen to. But more more so than that, yeah, the music and the lyrics for the musical parts were super just like Basic. CW teen drama, yeah. which like I could not care less like about I thought
1: they would have a song about like kicking zombies asses or yeah. whatever,
0: <laughs> but the zombies parts. Well, there was a song specifically about kicking zombie asses <laughs> with wanted. the bad guys, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's kind of interesting and it's got some cool moments, but yeah, at the end is the end is kind of dumb too. And just, yeah, I, I was really disappointed because I'd heard great things about it. So, yeah. But not for me for nope. sure. Um, and then we rented a couple movies from video drum. Uh, the first, movie that we watched of which was The Loveless, yes. Catherine Bigelow's first movie.
1: Because we're trying to finish all her movies. Yeah.
0: For podcasting. Reasons, yeah. Potentially. <laughs> um,
1: so I gave it a three and a half, but it's a strong three and a half. <laughs> yeah, I agree.
0: Well, tell, tell people what this one's about. Uh, it stars Willem Dafoe,
1: who is like our idol this year. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> like um, me laughter, don't
0: yeah.
1: you? I don't know. When did it take place? Like 50s?
0: I think 50s, yeah. I don't so think it's super clear.
1: It's kind of like a motorcycle gang is on their way to Daytona, like beach races. Mm-hmm. Um, but then one of their bikes has an issue. So they're kind of like stranded in this small town and they get into mischief. They get into <laughs>
0: mischief, and the small town people have like a major bias against them.
1: Yeah. And their own issues as well.
0: hmm um yeah i mean i thought it was really good it's especially for our first movie it's very good
1: well the thing i liked most was probably just how it was shot yeah
0: it's really well shot i love the yeah. cinematography in it there's all these cool like high angles so you really get a sense of like where they are there's, yeah there's like i feel like the blocking in the movie is super important like the way characters move around in the space is yeah. really important to the story and the way it's shot which is cool
1: definitely so and William Dafoe is great.
0: Yeah, and yeah, what was did, when? Did you see there was one review or something where it was like William Defoe is sexy, hot, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, this
1: was like his his first leading role too. I think so, yeah. so go William Defoe. Yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> um, I watched a bunch on the twenty third. Did oh, you have did anything you? after?
0: No, uh, I only have the one we watched together.
1: All right, so I watched two movies. Before we watched that thing, so Hmm. I went woke up early and went and saw Cats. Oh, right, that was (laughs) that. I paid three dollars and seventy-seven cents, which was probably too much (laughs) for this movie. (laughs) Um, Basically, it's as awful as all the reviews have said it is. Um, I don't have anything good to say about it. (laughs) It's very creepy, very weird. All the cats have like human hands, human feet. Uh, I don't know. They're like, uh, they're. I don't understand who told them to act that way.
0: <laughs> I'm going to, my favorite version of this movie is I'm never going to see it, but I just like to ask <laughs> you questions about it and yeah. for you to describe it. I was asking questions like, are the roaches and rats <laughs> appropriately sized? What is the scale no, of these cats? No, they are
1: not. <laughs> and the scale is off. I don't know. They would make it like if Harley was in this movie.
0: Harley being our kitty cat.
1: she would probably be like the size of like that Ikea box. Like. Standing up, (laughs) I don't know, it's very weird.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's all like Harley
1: could reach a doorknob if she stretched out, but in this movie, (laughs) they would have to like leap onto the doorknob to turn it or whatever, and then the mice would be like sitting on harley's shoulder so, like the size of a roach and then the roaches would be like even smaller than so that. is there a prequel
0: <laughs> where we explain that these were humans that were shrunk and yes. then <laughs> mutated into cat-like well, creatures my
1: theory is that this whole movie is actually a sci-fi movie uh-huh. and that somebody's discarding these weird creation hybrid animals they have created mm. into the wild and then they're all just like Dealing with that. So like Sorry to Bother <laughs> Wasn't
0: that a thing in Sorry to Bother They were like turning people into horses or something.
1: Yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. And then it's once a, a year, to Sorry to you. they have a sacrifice to the moon gods. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to talk about anything else because the movie sucks. Um, and then I watched Wild Rose after that. All right. Which I was mainly interested because in I read an article about um, the woman from Back to the Future, the actress... Her name's like Mary. She has that weird thing where she like oh, had r- oh, she was Ted Danson's wife. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: ugh, what's her name? Let me still got back to the Mary future. Something Burger.
1: Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> something, something Burger. burger. <laughs> All right, her name is Mary Steenburgen. Oh, so close. close. Yeah. <laughs> so I read that article where she um she woke up after like a surgery and she could only hear in music. Mhm. And so she's been living with that. And that's kind of like she created uh, some of the songs. I think she made the hit song that is probably going to win the Oscar for right. original that's music. So strange. So, yeah, she helped write that. And she did it like under a pseudonym so nobody would know it was her and give her like celebrity. Yeah,
0: I forgot you had it, but it so strange. Yeah, yeah. so that's
1: kind of why I watched it. And also because it takes place in Scotland and I'm Scotland obsessed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually did enjoy it. It's a little typical for like country music backstories that you would get. Um, But I thought the main actress who is also in Chernobyl, who we hated, character wise oh, yeah. she was, she, <laughs> she's at fault for a yeah. lot of problems in that movie. That
0: sure?
1: yeah um she's in it and she does a good job and she actually sings so i always enjoy movies where they actually sing yeah. versus stuff where they just lip sync yeah, <laughs> yeah um so i thought it was pretty good if you like music movies yeah um all right and then after that we watched Ad Astra.
0: Yeah, which is one I really wanted to see earlier in the year. We just missed yeah, in theaters. Um, I thought it was pretty good. It's a, it's a really unique space movie, I thought. Like, definitely uh, kind of unlike a lot of the ones I've seen before. Um, like, there's it's a lot more about, like, the family drama part of it. But I also really like this version of space, which I feel like is one of the more realistic portrayals. Not just, like, in the science stuff, but in, like, what will it be like if we actually do establish like uh you know colonize uh the moon and mars like the moon oh, yeah. basically becomes like an airport full of billboards and yeah. touristy crap but also the way it like portrays like the military side of that too where there's like unclaimed parts of the moon and they have to go through like a war zone
1: yeah it definitely felt more realistic than most of like you were saying i also like how it's not it takes, like, time to get to where they're going. Yeah, Like, he agreed. has to put himself in, like, deep sleep or whatever. Well, and, right, basically the whole yeah, movie is... It takes him the whole movie to, to get to Neptune, yeah. <laughs> so, I like that a lot, too.
0: Yeah, and I thought Brad Pitt was really good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the ending is maybe a little underwhelming. Yeah. Um, like, with what happens with Tommy Lee Jones, but I think the setup is really interesting. Yeah. But my big takeaway... What's up with that rage baboon? I still <laughs> don't baboon. understand. There's like a whole segment <laughs> in the movie where they have to like fight off this baboon who's like gone insane on a space station. And I still don't get no, what I happened I could, or why what they had to do with anything.
1: I think it has something to do with maybe being isolated in space for so long or like the baboon isn't used to it's out of its element and it's showing how like people can lose their mind in space, but it's on a very like basic level. Yeah.
0: And I, I guess, but and I, it kind I,
1: of foreshadows what happens with Tommy Lee Jones.
0: Maybe a little, yeah. But I also don't get why. Um, like, I feel like the only purpose it serves plot wise is to get that other captain out of the way, so that Brad Pitt has to be like in charge of the ship. It's yeah,
1: weird. I mean there's probably theories on it.
0: Yeah. Or, Was this based or on anything? It's uh, a sequel to Twenty Days Later. Yeah. Or a prequel. It
1: definitely is <laughs> in space. Rage baboons. <laughs> That's all
0: I got to say. Uh, I gave it a 4. I thought it was pretty pretty solid. Yeah, I would a four. definitely watch it again at some point.
1: But do you know if it was based on anything? I
0: don't. Um I'm not sure.
1: Cuz it kind of, it's very well written where you think it
0: I think it's been developed from for something. for a really long time.
1: <laughs> like a book or a theory or I don't know. Yeah,
0: I feel like I read that they had been trying to make it for like 10 years <laughs> and it's taken them a long time to get to it.
1: Yeah. Um so next
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were looking up if it was based on no. something. Um So on Christmas Eve, yes, we like to go to the movie theaters on uh, Christmas Eve because it's usually fairly dead. It was not when we went.
1: No, I'm so mad about that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Usually we're like the only people in the theater. Like (laughs) last year we saw um, Into the Spider-Verse and we were the only people there. I think we went
1: to like what, a 6.50 show? So it was probably too early.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true.
1: Usually we go to like an 8 o'clock show and it's completely empty. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but uh, (laughs) what we saw was Uncut Gems.
1: Yeah. Which Starring has been on our list Sandler. for a long time. We were very excited <laughs> about it.
0: Yeah. So we can finally say something like, Can you believe how great that new Adam Sandler movie is? <laughs> something I haven't said since I was um 13 years old. I, I think.
1: know. <laughs> that Billy Madison's really funny. Yeah. Oh, Big Daddy Rule. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, this was awesome. Yeah. Like I, I knew I was gonna enjoy it because I'd heard great things about it, but like I really liked it a lot.
1: Yeah. I really like how it ends.
0: Yes, the ending is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Not to the person in front of us in the theater who, mm-hmm. was sh- who, as soon as it went to credits, he like got up and like flapped his hands and he was like,
1: <sighs> <laughs> well, someone <laughs> said something else too. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> it was kind of funny. Because yeah, I agree. I thought the ending was great.
1: Yeah. Was perfect. This movie is very anxious. I liked it way more than Good Times, Agreed. which has kind of the same vibe.
0: Very similar vibe. Uh, but this say. is
1: definitely well crafted. Much more polished. Yeah. And ironically, has a guy from Coming to America in it for half a second. Uh, playing himself, <laughs> yeah. They're like,
0: "Hey, this guy lives in the hall. Uh, He's in, he coming in coming to America. <laughs> He's in it for like." There are like seconds. a
1: bunch of little celebrities running around. Yeah, well, I like
0: Kevin Garnett playing himself is really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Uncut Gems is the perfect, uh, um, met, like it's it, it encapsulates what it's like to have like an anxiety disorder. <laughs> the whole movie makes you feel. Exactly like that the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I super enjoyed it. Four and a half for me. Me
1: too. Uh,
0: and, and what did we finish Christmas Eve with?
1: Oh, do not? Oh, mine are backwards. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Home Alone 2, Lost in New York.
0: <laughs> yeah, which was fun. I still enjoyed it, in particular one part.
1: Which one? <laughs> Uh, Which part? <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> you know it's good. Yeah. And he's like, uh, this is Peter McAllister, yeah. the father. <laughs> this talk boy. <laughs> so great. Which um,
1: totally had a talk girl. I had a talk boy as
0: well. Not blurring Not those just for lines. the
1: boys. Yeah. Get you a talk girl.
0: Yeah, if, you, if you're a girl and you want a talk boy, you got to get the pink one. Yeah. Talk girl. It's very important. <laughs> um, I thought it was fun, but I definitely... This one did not live up the way that Home Alone does for me, like, no. to my childhood. Because I liked the second one almost as much as the first one as a kid. Yeah. But this time, I, th- I thought it was okay, but...
1: First one's solid.
0: Yeah. Well, the first one's, like, a perfect script. And this one is, like...
1: How are hey, we going to get into a Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> it's, like... They do like, hey, let's do this whole funny stuff in the hotel that has nothing to do with the rest yeah. of the plot. Like, you spend like the whole first hour goofing around well, there that has nothing to do with the rest of the movie.
1: The entire movie is basically just an ad for New York City. Also very true, yeah. <laughs> Complete with homeless women and prostitutes, and maybe? Donald Trump. Doesn't he and, get propositioned? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but surprisingly, not kidnapped or robbed <laughs> yeah. until Marv in a... Uh, What's his name? Joe uh, Pesci's.
0: <laughs> yeah. What is his name? Jeez. Anyways. Harry. Harry. Marvin. Harry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Show up.
0: Um, yeah. It was okay. I gave it a three.
1: There's some good uh, Macaulay Culkin screaming though. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> when they first it, like see him in, on the street and they're just like, "How do you can?" or whatever, yeah. and he He's just like, screams nah! forever, and they just like cut <laughs> back, cut out. away. It's yeah. like really far away and everybody's just looking at them. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah.
1: So some good moments, not as good as the first.
0: Yeah. Agreed.
1: And uh, then, then Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. We tried to make people watch a movie we liked. <laughs> hey, me mom. Vaguely paid attention. <laughs>
0: yeah. Vaguely.
1: Uh, we watched The Farewell.
0: Do you think when mom was watching it, except she didn't say it out loud, do you think at the end she was like, wait.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nene was sick? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. This is in China? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Farewell is awesome. That's one of my... I, I think it, it's definitely my top 10 it might even be my top five for the year yeah. and i liked it maybe even better the second time right? yeah i like I it, it a lot
1: great. i think it's really good
0: i um did you see that lulu wang is doing something um it's a mini series for amazon i think that's no. either starring or is produced by or both um uh, nicole kidman
1: Oh, I saw them tweet like a picture yeah, about it, but I didn't what know it what was it was about. actually for.
0: But that's cool. Talk about a big jump. She's yeah. going from like her first feature with Aquafina is the only name in that movie, really. M- more or less. Like, the dad yeah. is, was, is yeah. I've seen in some other stuff too. But, um, you know, this first independent feature that kind of blew up and now she's moving on to big things. So that's yeah. cool.
1: I'm excited. Good for
0: her. I'm Go excited Lulu. for Yeah, <laughs> Team Lulu. Um, <laughs> and Team
1: Nene. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, Farewell's amazing. If you haven't seen it, you definitely need to watch yeah. it ASAP. Um, And then the day after Christmas, we had some friends over to yeah, watch, to, to start our Korean movie club. <laughs> yeah, our friends Khan and Hannah from uh, the Screen Rec's podcast slash website. Um, we've been talking about watching some Korean movies since they've been doing that Korean retrospective in New York. Um, and so we started that with... The best Korean movie, <laughs> arguably.
1: All downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Memories of Murder, which is one of my all-time favorite yeah, movies. Yeah,
1: I love this movie.
0: Yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, We don't have to dive into it too much because I think we talked about it on our first episode too. Did we? I think I had it in my uh, my. I definitely had it in my list, I'm pretty sure.
1: Well, amazing crime drama in Korea based on true stuff.
0: Yeah. It's hysterical and very sad and scary and... Uh, one of the most beautifully shot movies I've ever seen, as well.
1: Well, now I can ask, do you? Well, where would you rate this against Parasite? I like
0: this better than Parasite, but by a hair. I think
1: it's yeah, they're so close. I think if I saw Parasite again, I might.
0: Yeah, I yeah it's I a can't. Tie. <laughs> yeah, I, it's hard. Like Parasite, I might like as much as this movie, but I can't. Um, I can't make that judgment after only seeing Parasite once. I've seen Memories of Murder like ten times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought Parasite is fantastic. It's definitely his next best one. I th- I'd say it's Memories of Murder, Parasite, The Host, Snowpiercer, you know, and yeah. and so forth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Memories of Murder, amazing. If you haven't seen it, well, hopefully they're re-releasing it in theaters and on Blu-ray. Supposedly, Neon's. Well, they be have
1: doing like that. a 4K for theater release now. Which yeah, should probably look amazing. Yeah, well, I've been <laughs> I've only
0: ever seen this movie on DVD. DVD? Uh, DVD. <laughs> Uh so i i cannot wait for this re-release because yeah I mean, it's one of my all-time favorites and i've never seen it in high def <laughs> um so yeah hopefully that's sometime soon yeah uh the next day <laughs> oh yeah the other movie we went re-rendered from video drum ah, harley's eating my headphone cable what's wrong really? with you cat she is harley wants attention today yeah. <laughs> um
1: uh uninvited yes which the cover looked funny <laughs>
0: <laughs> well wasn't there a note on it at video that said like this movie is wild yeah. or something? <laughs> just like this and then we, we were wild. like let's look at this and then the back of the box is like a mutant cat uh, yeah, wreaks on havoc ship. on a yacht <laughs> I'm like well yeah this sounds can't go wrong with that yeah, but apparently fairly, you can yeah uh, i actually i thought the effects were pretty good i'll say that about it yeah puppet like evil effects. puppet it was so what an odd thing too that it's not an evil cat it's no. a mutant alien cat inside of a regular cat yeah (laughs) so like it comes out of the cat's mouth and attacks people and also has some sort of weird virus that like infects people it makes their neck boil (laughs) super weird
1: so some good effects but overall the plot sucked the characters suck the acting sucks (laughs) it
0: was almost worth it for the very end both endings actually the real ending and the alternate (laughs) ending that are both hilariously bad they were ridiculous
1: yeah. well apparently riff tracks did it and we probably should just watch that yeah <laughs>
0: um yeah this is my maybe my first video uh video vinegar syndrome movie yeah i, I, I just got my spookies in the mail yesterday <laughs> i'm excited but um yeah not good no. <laughs> i gave it a two stars
1: yeah i think i did two. so right on par with skywalker
0: <laughs> no comment sorry but yes you are correct <laughs> Um. All right. Then the next day we watched. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> Can I get a Hail Satan? <laughs> um, documentary from this year that I wanted. I think we, I can't remember why we missed it at the Atlanta Film Festival. I like think we're
1: seeing something else. Yeah,
0: maybe. Cause I know I'd really wanted to see it. Um, But yeah, uh, I heard that it was good and I watched it and really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm very interested in the satanic temple. Yeah. I think a lot of the things they are doing are really smart. Um. So yeah, the documentary is really good. It um, I really liked. There were a lot of parts of it that I thought were very funny. Yeah, because I agree <laughs> with their sense of humor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like when he's like, they they started that like satanic after school club. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's the the main guy. Lucian is like, uh, he's like, well, all these Christian people just keep asking, like, what kind of kid would want to go to a, <laughs> a satanic after school club. I was that kid, yeah. <laughs> and I totally agree. I was also that kid, so uh, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty well done, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh,
1: well, it's also an eye opener to remind you of like why Trump won. Holy crap! And
0: not just that, but just like it's
1: like how insane some people are. What yeah. some of the
0: people in the movie talk about is that, like, sometimes I feel personally as mm-hmm. if. Uh, Christianity, if evangelical Christianity is taking over, uh, you know, friends, family, that sort of thing. (laughs) And this movie shows me, uh, shows that I'm right about that feeling and that it is happening on a a much larger scale than I am seeing. So yeah, that's terrifying and upsetting.
1: Yeah. I think that those parts of the movies just pissed me off the
0: most. Agreed.
1: Like just see... (laughs) How absurd and hypocritical it all is! Like, oh, we can have our Ten Commandments in front of the Capitol, but no, no, no other religions. Yeah. This is a Christian country. Well, like, yeah, and I'll no, f- it's not. <laughs> One
0: last thing I'll say about it too is that I was I thought it was really interesting to show how they showed how all this Christian imagery in our government is not from the founding fathers; it's from way later and very. Funnily enough, yeah. a lot of it comes from that stupid movie, The Ten Commandments, <laughs> Never the Charlton Heston movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, like that's where the actual it, those Ten Commandments that they put in front of government buildings those are literally movie, movie props. props yeah. Like it's not even like a real thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they show how like the a lot of that came was it after I'm trying to remember when that it was a, in the after, 50s when after, the civil
1: rights and stuff no oh, communism
0: yeah it was the, i think it, you're, think you're right it was all, during the whole communi- red scare that was that was when they started to add like under god to the um pledge of allegiance and to our money and like that stuff has and not god been around trust, that long yeah it, they make it like yeah these christians make it seem like this country is founded on that and that's absolutely not true yeah so yeah off my soapbox but
1: uh he'll say again yeah, he'll say, <laughs>
0: agreed um,
1: um did you watch anything but after that
0: not until we went to the theaters
1: all right so next up was little women yeah which i enjoyed but i never read the book so i have nothing to compare it to yeah and i never saw the other movies yeah (laughs) i thought
0: it was fine i liked it um but yeah i agreed i don't i feel like it probably would have more of an impact on me if i was more familiar with the source material yeah because i think that's where most of its fans are sitting is that like how great of an adaptation it is. Yeah. It's like, I didn't realize until I read something somebody wrote today that I didn't realize that that like jumping back and forth in time is not in the book. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously Greta Gerwig did a lot of, um, interesting change, made a lot of interesting changes to kind of, um, modernize it and, and that kind of thing. So um, yeah I mean I enjoyed it it just wasn't a movie that like super grabbed me
1: yeah I, I agree and I I've already mentioned that I just feel like it's too upbeat and optimistic I yeah. guess for yeah. some of the scenes like there should be some sad moments there's parts where they like get mad at each other but it still seems very light hearted like sisterly and maybe that's just the movie or the book coming through I don't know
0: yeah or, I don't know yeah, it's
1: like I didn't I feel like there are moments where you should feel like you should be crying, but then it's just like,
0: yeah, that's true. Not it happening. doesn't really, <laughs> and maybe that's on purpose that maybe, you know, it's not meant to wallow in the grief, but maybe. yeah, the correct. You're right about that. There's definitely some really sad stuff that happens and it's not really treated. Well, like you don't it's get super, to like,
1: it, it since it jumps around. Yeah. You don't get to sit with that feeling. It's like, Oh, back to this. Oh,
0: right. Over yeah, here that's, now. I, I agree with that for yeah. sure.
1: So that's probably the only real issue I had with it. If maybe I had more time to like experience the scene or yeah. f- it was flushed out a little longer, I probably would have given it yeah, a better score. Fair. But I still gave it four.
0: All, uh, the cast is gave great. You half an extra half star than I did because it has all this book binding stuff in the end.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the, the last, only reason why. The last scene
0: <laughs> of the movie has got all these cool up close <laughs> shots of book binding, which is like, oh, neat.
1: Well, also, Laura Dern's in it. How yeah. you oh, not I give an extra start The cast is really good. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk shows up.
0: Yeah, I knew he was going to be in the movie because from the trailer, I knew his name was attached to it. And then, so the whole movie, I was like, where's Bob Odenkirk? Yeah. Is he <laughs> playing is he one of these girls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird.
1: Um, when Bob Odenkirk's
0: not on the screen, you should be asking, where's Bob <laughs> Odenkirk? <laughs>
1: so, up next part
0: eight yeah another another set we're trying to finish we're trying to complete some directors uh filmographies so yeah, yeah earlier was um Catherine bigelow that was one of the last ones of yeah. hers and this is the last one that you has hadn't seen i think yeah right? i
1: still want to rewatch magnolia but this is yeah, the too. only one i had never seen before
0: of uh um
1: paul thomas, paul Anderson. thomas Anderson. yeah pta so i liked it a lot mm-hmm. and it's i think it's a really great like feature film for somebody
0: to start with yeah Yeah. agreed
1: um i only gave it three and a half but it's a strong three and a half i've said that twice this podcast
0: (laughs) i feel like i would give it a four or probably not a four and a half but i would have given it a four except that the only problem i have with it is that like there's some characterization problems looking back at it now it's moving in 96 yeah but like uh the only black character is a sleeve bag
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um
0: and the only female character is kind of
1: a hooker yeah she's a hooker for (laughs) one but she's kind (laughs) of
0: off her rocker a little too like she gets she's not a great person she gets herself into trouble a lot i guess um and it's sort of about like this old white man who like is trying to be like a savior to these downtrodden people. So there's, there's some (laughs) characterization problems, but I love the way that it's made. And I think Philip Baker Hall is the coolest. He's cool as a cucumber in this movie. Um, and yeah, the way it's shot is you can totally see, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's, future amazing cinema well characters. yeah
1: it reminds me a lot of boogie knight it's mm-hmm. like that's what we did next so <laughs>
0: there's a lot of those like um but boogie
1: knight kind of redeems different yeah. characters and oh stuff. definitely
0: there's a lot of like this like a, i never noticed it before this movie but like it, i think it's feel like it's a signature pta thing where he does when he's having a conversation between two characters he's intercutting between them and both shots are pushing into those characters while yeah. they're cutting back so you get this real sense of urgency to the conversation yeah um yeah, it's it's a cool, it's a really good first movie. I, I enjoy it, and yeah, I'm with you. I really want to rewatch Magnolia because that's the other one I've only seen once. I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson.
1: Yeah, definitely worth a watch if you like his stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And then New Year's Eve yesterday.
1: Yes, for we us watched right three now. movies. Yeah. So we crammed
0: <laughs> in two more 2019 movies and one more 2010s decade movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so first up was Toy Story 4. Yep which I liked a lot.
0: I did too. I thought it was very good.
1: I don't remember why we didn't go see it, if we were just busy or I think whatever. a lot of stuff came
0: out at the same yeah, time. So I, just I feel like that it. was out at the same time as Ad Astra, more probably. or less, maybe. When we were
1: probably moving and house maybe, hunting yeah. and crap. Um, But yeah, I thought, the thing I like about all the Toy Story movies are how they kind of build on the, previous ones but mm-hmm. then each one really is its own story it's not just like redoing what they did the last time agreed with a different figure or whatever so i really enjoyed this and this one taught you a lot about accepting yourself yeah and <laughs> finding your purpose it's funny you could almost
0: look at toy story 4 <laughs> as like a um i a- fable about being a freelancer <laughs> yeah <What>? okay <laughs> well yeah no that beau was like on her own and like living life not under anybody else
1: well yeah i didn't That's get totally the freelancer I read vibe <laughs> i've heard it more as independence. independence yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose
0: so. but yeah no you're right it is funny that this franchise that started about like two toys fighting yeah is after the first one became a franchise totally all about like existential crises. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really funny for like these kids movies. essentially. This one
1: it's kind of like Woody is a grandparent or a senior citizen, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) Like trying to find your purpose and your place Uh and dealing with the younger, cooler people. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I really enjoyed it. My only complaint I think is that I feel like the setup is a little like messy. Like there's a lot of stuff that has to happen to get to that point. Yeah there's like a new family and there's a new, a weird new toy that doesn't really serve a huge purpose after he serves the purpose of just getting Woody where he needs to be for the story to happen. Um, And there's like the carnival and there's the family trip. And yeah, so there's kind of a lot of things thrown in to make the plot work, but once you get there, it works really well and it's super entertaining and interesting and funny. Also
1: a bunch of great horror like aspects. (laughs) Oh yeah.
0: There's a shiny, a major shining reference. That's really funny. (laughs) Um, oh, and, and uh, Key and Peel are in it and they're yeah. really funny. That whole <laughs> section where they they keep explaining their plans and yeah. it's basically the same thing every time it was very funny. Um, yeah, so I liked it.
1: Bo's arm falls off. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, she's like, ah! I'm just kidding. Yeah, that was funny. So, yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, the next we watched a movie that I'd heard a lot about and really wanted to check out on Netflix called Atlantics, which is a yep. movie, It's uh, it's... Takes place in Senegal, so I guess it's Senegalese. Is that I, I guess, guess that's the right word? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like a romance slash horror. I get like it's
1: like a possession. Yeah,
0: it's it is a horror movie, just in the sense that there's ghosts and possessions. Um, but there's it's not really yeah, it's not a horror movie in like a traditional sense at all. Um, but yeah, it's essentially about uh, this girl who's slated to marry uh, marry a rich guy, but she's really in love with this poor guy who's having trouble getting paid. And that guy, uh, Suleiman, goes off with a bunch of his friends who are also all have not been paid in months by this these guys building this like luxury hotel. He goes off in a boat and is never seen again. But the uh, uh, there's like a possession aspect to it that happens later as it goes that gets really interesting. It's kind of a mystery that starts to unveil. Um, I thought it was super well shot, and I really really liked the music. Like I would buy the soundtrack if I could find it. I I thought it was okay. Yeah.
1: I thought it was a bit slow. So it
0: is slow. I agree with you. It's a very slow burn kind of movie. Um and maybe my expectations were a little maybe I had set the expectations for both of us a little too high, maybe. Yeah. Um but I did really enjoy it. I thought it was really beautiful um and interesting.
1: I like the effects of their possessed eyes. <laughs> you mean the contact
0: lenses they were yes <laughs> okay yeah it was, i mean it's creepy yeah it is creepy but it's very i was
1: expecting simple. more of a horror movie and it was more just like a romance movie
0: yes because i had aspect. heard <laughs> i had heard from like shockwaves they were like this movie is being marketed as a romance and there's no mention anywhere that it's a ghost story that mm-hmm. it's a horror movie um so i was expecting a little more horror to it it's it's i mean it's not obviously there there's the ghost yeah. part of it but yeah um yeah it's it was interesting and i really i thought it was very uh I like the way it was shot and I like the music a lot. So, Yep. And,
1: and then, the last movie of the decade yeah, that we watched. Bring bringing the new year with I Saw the Devil. That's right. <laughs> Where's this movie from? South
0: Korea. Okay. It's been um, a Korean month. A little bit, yeah.
1: So uh, we picked this because it was on one of the, like, the best of the decade horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked it. It's really violent, really bloody.
0: It is. That's true. And it's a
1: revenge movie. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah. I the reviews for this movie. I've wanted to watch this for years because the reviews have always been so like over the top good. Um, And I thought I thought it was really super well made. But my only problem with it is that like it's supposed to be a movie about this guy who like becomes a monster to hunt the monster, the serial killer. Yeah. And he becomes a monster. Instantly, like the moment he decides to go after the serial killer, he instantly becomes like this horrible guy. Who's yeah, like like there's <laughs> it no does
1: just jump right into it. Right, there's
0: nothing gradual about it. It's like he goes from like uh, I'm a guy whose wife just got murdered to uh, I'm a guy who's going to like cut your Achilles tendon and break your wrist. <laughs> yeah. And you know, he's, he's like horrible.
1: Well, also leading up to that, I didn't really know what exactly he turned out to be like a secret agent. Yeah. But I weird. didn't know if he was a policeman or what, because he just like, I thought he was going to question people or something. Instead. He just like beats them up yes. until they confess stuff. Agreed.
0: Yeah. There, um, so like,
1: that doesn't seem legal. That was the other problem I
0: had with it is, yeah, that there's, It's unlike, like, we compared a little bit to Old Boy, like another Korean revenge movie. But, like, whereas in Old Boy, you get uh, the opening credits where you see that he's, like, a drunken jerk. And then you get the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie where he's been locked in this place for 11 years and doesn't know why. And, like, his life's been totally ruined You get all that to understand who this character is before he starts to get revenge. In this movie, you get like, all you see is like his wife is murdered. You don't see anything about who he is or his character, really. There's one scene before she's murdered where you see that he's like a sweet boyfriend. Yeah. Fiance. Um, Well,
1: we keep saying it reminds of of old boy. It's like, no wonder. Because the guy is from old boy. (laughs) Who's from old boy? (laughs) The main guy. The devil guy. Yeah.
0: Who's he in old boy?
1: He's Odaisu.
0: Oh, holy crap. I totally did not realize that. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah.
1: I was like, this is, uh, reminds me of old boy.
0: <laughs> that didn't occur to me at all. I don't know how I didn't notice that. Yeah. I um, was like,
1: he's so familiar looking. <laughs> wow. I,
0: don't know how I didn't pick that. He's a very different character in this. He's, nuts. I guess.
1: When was this? This came out 2010. T- it's only did... seven years. He looks so much older. In yeah. This. He looks a
0: lot older in this. Wow. I did not realize that. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. He is the Odaisu. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was, it's really, really well made. And if you can stomach it, the hyper violence is super. It's so, yeah. the, the violent stuff is so well made that it literally crossed my mind when we were watching. It and I was like, some of this stuff looks kind of real. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, some of the stuff, like when he grabs him out of the car door and he's like dragging him on the street. I was yeah. Like, this looks. Really dangerous yeah. and really real. Well, there's How a part where that? he's
1: like beating him over the back with a pipe and the pipe breaks. Yeah. Like, maybe it was plastic, but it didn't like, look like it. It definitely yeah, they, broke it. <laughs> the
0: effects are extremely well done and very unsettling. It, like a lot of the violent stuff looks very real. So I guess trigger warning for that. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's really, it's good. I just don't know that I quite understood the point. And I, feel I, I like wish I understood the character. feel like
1: probably like 40 minutes of movie editing that was taken out or something i think there is there would have been um more background because you even he the bad guy i guess Uh he goes to like his friend who is a cannibal and like right there's there's like a a little bit of of a backstory there yeah
0: (laughs) yeah it is interesting that you say that because i read in the trivia i'm curious which version we watched i think it said like uncut or whatever on amazon but um it said in the trivia that they were like and there's an international version and a Korean version. And like the Korean version is longer, but has a lot, has most of the violent stuff cut out of it. Weird. It's got more like story stuff, I guess. So mm. yeah, maybe, maybe we needed more of that. I don't know if yeah. that was in this cut we saw or not. It
1: definitely did seem like there is stuff missing because it just jumps right into it.
0: Yeah, it Too does. fast. It does. <laughs> um, but it's really well shot too. I yeah. It, was, it looked I mean, great. Just, just like every Korean movie, Korea looks beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a bad angle of that that country, apparently. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that was our December 2019.
1: Yeah, we did it.
0: Oh, yeah. How many movies? I didn't count up mine.
1: I think I had 32.
0: I also had 32. Not quite the same 32, but... Yeah. But yeah, so we tie. So for the next month, we get to share (laughs) the crown. So uh yeah so anyways a good good month of movies and a great end to 2019. I think I saw pretty much everything I wanted to see in 2019. Is there anything else you missed that you um, wanted
1: to watch? Yeah, I want to see Waves, Portrait yes. of a Lady on Fire.
0: Yeah. Um, or I,
1: something else. This is
0: going to be way off from those two very <laughs> art house movies, but I still kind of want to see Fighting with My Family. Yeah. And maybe well, maybe the pu- Child's Play movie,
1: maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm more interested in it over Child's yeah, Play.
0: Yeah, we need to see that since we saw the first one.
1: Uh, but I can't remember if there's any like Oscar baby ones.
0: Um, well, I mean, we got to, 1917 was the one we were worried we weren't going to get to see. Yeah, it, and we got to see it early, so that worked out. Um, the Lodge was the other one I really would have liked to see, but uh, it's not I don't coming think out. It's out. It's not. Yeah. I mean, it was. <laughs> it came out in festivals this year for or 2019 for sure, but it uh, doesn't come out until like January or February in theaters here. I think. Yeah that was the only other one that I'd like heard really good things about oh and one. A
1: Hidden so, Life
0: oh yeah that's right we were gonna go see that on Christmas Eve too and we didn't get a chance
1: I think those are the three yeah that I definitely want to see before Oscar nominations I would agree because yeah I, I,
0: those are three that will probably get some attention for sure yeah. Um, so that wraps up this part Um, now we're, we're gonna leave you to two weeks ago in the past Harper Michelle <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> where we had just seen Star Wars yeah, insert the Rise. Like, Skywalker. Weird
1: so, uh,
0: music. Well, we, I think we should do a thing where we're like, "Hi, past Harper," and then past Harper's like, "Hi, future Harper." Hope, let me get my script. Yeah, her, <laughs> we, Oh, Here we go. No, no.
1: But, all right. So we'll turn I'll it over just to. Just need a drop of blood.
0: <laughs> we'll turn it over to the past versions of us, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. So, Michelle and I just saw Star Wars. <laughs>
1: we saw a Star Wars
0: episode IX.
1: <laughs>
0: I just ran up the stairs.
1: Because <laughs> that's what she thought about the movie.
0: <laughs> so, yes, we just saw The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, what'd you think overall?
1: That was poop. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't The more like it. I think about it, the mad, madder I get.
0: <laughs> yeah, agreed. Like, literally, we just got home a little while ago and I asked Michelle, tell me things you liked about the movie. And we <laughs> both sat there in silence for like 30 seconds trying uh, to think of yeah. things we liked.
1: Like the Ewoks one second segment.
0: <laughs> so uh, let's break down a few of our points of contention and things, maybe if we can think of things we did like. Well, I'll, I'll say, let me start with something positive and say that a lot of the stuff that nostalgia, fan service stuff that was supposed to like hit you emotionally worked uh, on me. A lot of it did, yeah. particularly the stuff with Leia and Chewie.
1: Yeah.
0: Like uh, when Chewie found out Leia was dead. That yeah, was I think
1: everybody was like, oh <laughs> they were like we got
0: to step this up from when han died yeah <laughs> it was even worse uh i mean anything with leia kind of always gets me but um and then Chewie getting his medal i thought was great at the end yeah but just overall a lot He's of problems poop.
1: so much
0: a lot of issues
1: first of all the main thing is way too damn fast They cram so much shit into it. Yes. It's just like, oh, we're going here. Oh, wait, we're going over here. Oh, wait, no, we're going over here. And it's like, can we just stop and, like, enjoy the landscape of this alien world for a minute? Yeah, especially
0: (laughs) in the beginning. It just moves so fast in a really kind of annoying way because, yeah, it is just constant. You're moving from planet to planet stuff. And, like, within the first 10 minutes, like, okay, we already know how Palpatine came back. Who Snoke oh, yeah, that was. was all
1: just like, "Hey, Palpatine's back."
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and
1: he was Snoke's. <laughs> yeah, I I really
0: don't like didn't like the opening crawl either. I forgot about that till just yeah. Now. The dead speak. Yeah. Exclamation point.
1: It's <laughs> like, come on. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. Um, I yeah. Okay. And the other thing I should say is like, I'm a huge Palpatine fan, and I love Ian McDermott. So part of me is very excited to see him come back. But the way they used him was just so dumb. It was just so. Like, they could
1: have salvaged it if he had screamed unlimited power.
0: I thought he was going to. For, <laughs> I know. There was a
1: part I was like, he's going to say it. When he it. was like
0: gaining life strength or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Another,
1: double the strength. <laughs> another. So
0: this movie is the most J.J. Abrams of any movie, J.J. Abrams movie I've mm. ever seen because there is. Um, uh, there's a mystery box several mystery boxes there's yeah. a box with a gps to to palpatine's location and there's a knife that killed ray's parents and also somehow uh is matches the shape of a of a ship that crashed okay
1: <laughs> that doesn't make sense nope. what was this knife forge if the sith were supposed to create it as a right did they create it I, I guess <laughs> it's so like, bizarre who would create this I mean, and I, be like well you we got to go here first to find the sith
0: <laughs> i said after we saw it, that, that part reminded made me think of jason goes to hell which is like <laughs> you never want a movie to remind you of that movie because it's like a knife that is somehow mythologically important all of a sudden, but has never been in any mentioned in any way, shape, the or form. ancient
1: before. text said,
0: <laughs> "Yeah, there was there all is the, a
1: secret GPS device." There was a ton of
0: like <laughs> secret Sith religious stuff that, like, that stuff is interesting to me, but I think it should stay in like the novels for like the hardcore nerds, yeah. which occasionally I am one of those. But it just doesn't fit in the movies to suddenly have like, oh, there's like thousands of cult members that are
1: that was weird yeah
0: and then yeah there was i would have
1: liked if it was just one guy like yeah (laughs) he's just like yeah palpatine (laughs)
0: yeah oh and how about the other JJism, uh everybody was mad that he brought back the another death star with star killer base well this time he made a thousand death stars now
1: nothing can stop them (laughs) yeah
0: so what do they do in the next one a thousand death star armadas Yeah, (laughs) like it's just uh, the escalation thing is so annoying of just using the same thing and bigger, like more and bigger.
1: Also, who's like manning all these
0: ships? Uh, Well, yeah, (laughs) I think that was supposed to be the plot point where on the planet where Carrie Russell lived is they were like stealing people to. Oh yeah, to crew the ships up. That was the only reason that. But they all just hang out on this
1: planet, like this planet that nobody can find. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Oh yeah. Planets had terrible names.
1: Yeah, it,
0: I still can't remember. Is exexical? Egg,
1: I think so. It th- started with an X. I thought <laughs> they said icicle the first time <laughs> they said it. Yeah, and I was like, seriously. I think the. Worst thing is just every single thing that happens in the movie gets undone like yes. within five minutes. Like, oh, somebody died. Oh, wait, he didn't die. Oh, wait, someone's memories erased. Oh, nope, his memory is back. It's just like yep. pick something and stick with it.
0: Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, and um, uh, Kylo Ren dies twice.
1: Yeah. Everybody dies a Rey few dies times. Once. I, when that happened, like also this is spoiler heavy. Yeah. Obviously, um, we'll have to preface it. <laughs> yeah. With that. Uh, but when Kylo and is bringing Ray back to life and then Kylo dies, I was like, Oh, is she just going to bring him back to life? Go and then they're just going to go back yeah, It's <laughs> like, how thing. many times it's are they so going to do silly. this?
0: So silly. And then, uh, uh other annoying, S H I T, uh, showing young Leia's face. Yeah. Bad. Bad, bad taste. I think Very I had seen taste.
1: some tweets where people were like, "Send J.J. Abrams to jail now" or something. And now I think I understand why. Because they <laughs>
0: promised they weren't going to do that. Well,
1: I'm pretty sure she said she didn't want it to be done.
0: Yeah, I mean, our our uh, our buddy Kyle uh, was talking. To, he this was the second time he saw it because I got to see an early preview screening. That how much he noticed this time around, how much her dialogue was just pieced together, and I maybe, noticed it. I didn't notice.
1: Well, every time you couldn't see her face, uh, suddenly there was like a long narrative. Yeah, And I mean, (laughs) that makes
0: me real. I mean, I don't know that I can really knock the movie for this because I'm sure they did the best they could with what they had. But it was it's so disappointing to see um, uh, Carrie Fisher slash slash Leia's final moments like her big climax. You don't even see her face like she's not even facing you just see her back and you hear her say one word and that's it um i mean it was still very sad and emotional and whatever but and but i don't know and it i and it kind of served the story although it was a little confusing
1: i feel bad about princess leia general leia (laughs) yeah
0: and i liked the scene uh, where they show her in the past up until they show her face like i like the idea that she was training to use a lightsaber because like you know one of the sad things is like in the original trilogy is they reveal that she's got the force, but she never actually got to do anything with yeah. it aside from feeling where, where Luke is all yeah. the
1: time.
0: <laughs> so, it, you know, obviously Last Jedi had a big moment with that, but then this one they showed that she had been training with Luke, which was great right up until they had to unmask her, which is like, it's just like the thing in Rogue One. Like they showed Graham off Tarkin on a hologram or, or in a reflection. And you're like, oh, that's tasteful. That's a yeah. tasteful way to do this. Nope, he's going to turn around and talk to you for five (laughs) minutes. And same with this. Like, they had her face covered with a mask, and Luke was talking about who it was, so you knew it was Leia. Yeah, there's no reason. No reason to do that. And then take her mask off. And not only, I mean, it's just like the Tarkin thing. Not only was it in very poor taste, but it looked terrible.
1: Yeah, it looked like it was just pasted in or something.
0: Luke's did not look bad. Like, it was Irishman level. Like I actually thought that was kind of cool and then and then I was like oh no they're going to do it with Well her too. the
1: thing that bothers me is like they have her daughter in the series like they could have given her a larger role to take up the helm for that's this a great or point. even used her like as a body double or whatever cuz they look very similar. Yeah that's a great point. Like have her be young Leia like come on. Yeah totally.
0: <laughs> yeah that's a that would be a very tasteful smart Yeah way no to we'll do
1: it. just do her hair the same way like come on well
0: and speaking of Billy Lord there's just all kinds of characters in this movie that are very distractingly there's serve way no purpose well
1: there's way too many characters and everybody's character lines have just been like severed and torn up and thrown out and well, whatever and this
0: one' like I know this has been the case this was definitely the case for force awakens uh, for a few people but like in this one, it very much felt like oh, like JJ's got to get all his buddies in the movie and they all have to have yeah. something to say, like, mm. even if they serve no purpose whatsoever to the plot, like, they gotta they want to be in a Star Wars movie, so here they are. Yeah, and we all got to sit and watch them, though, yeah, and deal no with reason. It. <laughs> I just got to sit there and let it happen.
1: To me. <laughs> welcome um, to womanhood <laughs> um but yeah like rose's character like i know a bunch of stupid white dudes hate her or whatever but like they totally just threw her like story out the window like she was finn's love interest like people were happy yep. it was like an on-screen kiss between an asian woman and an african-american guy it's just like well, nope, he's gonna go hang out with some other people now and she's just gonna hang out at the base like
0: I'm glad she was at least in it. Barely be geez, acknowledged. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that was just one of many things that last Jedi did. Right. Like last Jedi is not a perfect movie. No, uh, but, uh, it sets up a lot of really good things for the Star Wars universe. And, a hundred percent of that was undone by this movie
1: yeah oh do you think Finn and poe might be in a thing nope, nope. Is pa- poe gay nope because oh. he likes women <laughs> are raised
0: parents just nobody so we're finally breaking the rule that everybody has to be somebody's son or daughter yeah nope He's a- <laughs> and palpatine uh who yeah i can't wait to see the spinoff show of palpatine on the dating scene yeah apparently he uh i think he children. just
1: it was magic. He sent his midichlorians out well, see,
0: like, <laughs> to say, find a womb. <laughs> say what you will about the prequels, but at least they never like explicitly talked about how Palpatine made Anakin come to be. Like, it's all... like it's kind of left to the imagination to figure out that, that yeah. it's very implied that he somehow created Anakin. Well, in this, they this mentioned like, it. No, I made, uh, I made everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Palpatine's like,
1: I made Darth Vader. I made Snokes. Here's I made my clone <laughs>
0: vat. uh, which, yeah, I don't know. Um, I
1: also hate the F-U-C-K and Ren and Kylo kiss.
0: Yeah, ugh, you it mean Ray and Kylo? You said Ren it, and Kylo.
1: Ren, Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> Kylo ben <Rey>.
0: Lowe. <laughs> yeah, and that I don't was know. totally unnecessary. Uh,
1: well, like, what was the point? Like, ugh. It was so unnecessary. They could have left it without that stupid F-U-C-K. fucking kiss.
0: I 100% agree. Uh, can I say one other thing I loved that, like, just got me right in the gut? Yeah. All the Jedi voices.
1: Yeah, that was a good. I I want to watch that scene over
0: and over again and figure out who <laughs> all those voices are because I know we saw in the credits like Hayden Christensen. Well, and this is Smith, just Prince the. Junior and
1: yeah, this is the thing that bothered me even when Force Awakens and Last Jedi came out. It's just. It really has to, the movies can't exist without the original characters and tying sure. them in. Everybody's favorite part has to do with, like, the original people. Sure. Nobody gives a shit t- about these new people. I don't know if that's true. Not like, well, they care more about the old stuff. Everybody wants to see the, like, Easter egg and the little thing here
0: and that. All the people our age, for sure. I guess. I think there are a lot of young people who are really into, like, the Ray Finn and Poe Not
1: thing. anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all just one-dimensional cyborgs. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh,
0: yeah. This movie undid a lot of what I was really digging about new Star Wars. Yeah, and just gunked up a lot of bad stuff.
1: We did get girl and girl kiss for like one second. Cool. Yeah, yeah. in the background. <laughs> It's like, we can't give that to anybody else. <laughs> like, no dudes kissing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we saw less force ghosts than I hoped. There was
1: still a lot. There were,
0: it was all Luke. Luke and Luke, Luke and then Leia showed up at the very end, yeah.
1: <laughs> Almost forgot about that. Well, Han.
0: Well, yeah, not a force ghost. It wasn't really a, was just a
1: vision, imagination. A,
0: yeah. <laughs> Again, I mean, we talked about this when we were walking out of the movie, too, that this movie like force awakens seemed very carefully planned to be as star warsy as possible. Like yeah. not just in like, Hey, here's a million Falcon and here's Han Solo and Leia and Luke, but like the way it's edited and like, you know, this movie throws all that, that out, out of the, you know, out it's, there's no, like there's no, I mean, I'm sure there are wipes and stuff, but there's all kind of weird, like fade outs and dreams and hallucinations and visions and yeah, yeah. Just all kinds of weird stuff that, there are way too many
1: visions and flashbacks and flash forwards and
0: agreed (laughs) it's just like
1: okay can we have at least one
0: straight storyline (laughs) timeline well yeah again all it is every like none of this movie makes any sense without a bunch of plot points put there by the screenwriter yeah like story-wise like that box the stupid cube thing that's got the coordinates for icicle planet (laughs) and uh you know um uh the rules that suddenly exist about the sith and that if she hits if she strikes him down he'll just take her body and he has all the sith in, within him which <laughs> total nonsense i mean from I, i've read a little bit of stuff uh, of like expanded universe stuff and it's like that makes that's nowhere that's also well, like, there, there could only be two siths yeah there's always supposed to, yeah there's a lot of stuff that <laughs> just sort of doesn't make sense like
1: like we established like, there's a trainer or whatever, an apprentice. And apprentice. Yeah. Oh,
0: always to their mess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: what happened with that? Well, there's and like, what
0: was up with it when <laughs> Kyler Ren's like what he doesn't realize is that you and I are dipole, dipole di, what did he say? I don't know. It's like, well, yeah, but wanna use good and one of is evil, but then you're both good. It's like I don't I don't even know. It's just They're
1: both I lost neutral. track trying to <laughs> figure it out
0: at some point. Yeah.
1: Um, Um, yeah kylo ren becoming good i it wasn't a good enough build up to it for me to be like okay he's like coming around and i was actually thinking like if he survives like it's gonna be really awkward climbing aboard the millennium i'm fairly certain
0: that uh there probably was meant to be more of a conversation between him and leia and they couldn't probably that's what it felt like all she said was ben yeah and that's what that's what changed his mind all of a sudden
1: also why did she do that before Yeah,
0: fair (laughs) fair point Um, I will actually I'll say another thing I really did like about I thought all of the stuff Where they were talking or fighting Or whatever And actually, you know, just through the Like psychic connection thing I thought that was really cool Like when she was in his chambers And he was on Kojima And they were fighting and knocking stuff over In both settings I thought that was really well edited And very interesting Yeah and same with the the way they use that trick. I mean, it, I kind of saw it coming, but when she gave him a lightsaber and all that stuff was, I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. That was a clever way to use something that was set up in Last Jedi. That's one thing from Last Jedi that didn't get destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of stuff to uh, to be irritated about. Unfortunately, just made me very sad. I, I like, I was saying after we saw Force, like I I was huge into Star Wars in like high school. And stuff like that and then i got really out of it for a long time and then force wagons came out it got me really fired up about the franchise again and like i started like reading some of the books and the comics and i was and listening to star wars minute it was like a big deal to me and now after this movie i feel like i'm just sort of i don't I feel like out. I'm, I'm <laughs> not even burn out just sort of it's just not for me anymore yeah it makes me very sad
1: and I don't know. And,
0: and I don't think it's for anybody. <laughs> it's not even just that, like, it's for kids now, and I'm not a kid anymore. Like, a kid would I, not, not, not even under There was a
1: kid asleep in the theater. Yeah, that like sucks a lot. young kid. This was, like, made for him, and yeah. he fell asleep at a six o'clock show. It wasn't even late. <laughs> yeah, that should tell
0: you a lot about this movie. <laughs> it's like,
1: oh, he probably couldn't even F-U-C-K. He didn't follow it. Like, how is a kid going to understand any of what's happening? Yeah, it
0: was overly complicated, and not in a way, like,
1: it's not even a smart like way. A, no, not in a <laughs>
0: complex way. In like a, oh, here's another rule that we just yeah. put in. Oh, here's something else you have to remember to do. Oh, you got to get his memory wiped. Oh, no, that oh, doesn't make not. sense. not. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of like stuff that it's like, if you're going to play within a franchise, you have to use the rules of that franchise. You don't have to add stuff to it to try and make it like add, not adding stuff, but like adding your own mythology and rules to it all of a sudden in the ninth movie in the franchise is such a bad idea. It just sets it up to be a mess. It's too much. Yeah. So, uh, I don't even know what I'm going to give it. I I feel weird,
1: like rating it lower than other things I've seen this year.
0: Oh, it's (laughs) pretty low for me. Unfortunately, I just can't say that many good things about it. Even the
1: effects aren't good. It was like, I don't understand. There was like, that new little d- puppet guy he was, guy. Great. He was ba- like Baba. the only redeeming Babu. like practical thing i saw
0: yeah i feel like a lot of that like whole promise of doing all as much practical as possible was gone because they're like completely
1: like they went through to the other side <laughs> just like yeah, no practical. a lot of the space
0: stuff was like just super cgi like well and a lot of even them fight like lightsaber fighting it's just like I mean, just this is not a Star Wars specific complaint, but just all this stuff like when anything is possible, nothing has meaning anymore. Yeah. Like, because when you can when you can make Jedi's jump 100 feet in the air over a wave like it doesn't mean anything. Then Ugh, it's the just whole water fake. world,
1: too. It's like, oh, we have a second boat and apparently it's not that hard to get out there. Like
0: well, we just told you they to wait to to go d- there. They yeah. serve no purpose except to just give Finn something to do.
1: Yeah. it's So dumb. Yeah. And to be like, oh shit, it's the Death
0: Star. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There were a lot of, there were like a handful of pieces in this movie that could have worked, and like I could tell that maybe there might have been a cool movie in here, but then just put it all together, it was just a.
1: Well, I'm trying to remember. Did this mess. movie um? Did they switch directors a bunch?
0: Yeah, this was supposed. Well, <laughs> I, well know, I can't it could, remember. Could every have been Star Wars worse.
1: movie gets like could, swapped let's up just say a bunch. It could have been
0: worse because <laughs> this was originally going to be. Colin Trevorrow, director of Jurassic World, Ugh. So, it feels
1: like a Jurassic World movie.
0: It's yeah, shit. I don't know. this this is better than Jurassic World, but
1: like seriously though, Disney has so much money, and like after Carrie Fisher died, they should have just been like, okay, let's take a break, let's like skip a year. We don't have to have something come out every two years and actually think of a proper ending and send off like.
0: Yeah, I, feel I know like, she
1: was supposed to be heavily involved in this movie, and yeah. obviously that changed. Like, you don't just piece together shit to make it work. <laughs> right.
0: Well, and it's like definitely it felt like Force Awakens. They clearly took a lot of time to get yeah. it right, and like they spent a lot of time probably fine tuning things to make it feel exactly right. And it mostly does. Like that one work. It works very well uh, as a Star Wars movie, but this one does not feel like a Star Wars movie. It, nope. It, it felt felt more like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Hey, Lord and of rings good. Are
1: good. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I just mean there was a lot of fantasy stuff in this one that
1: doesn't make sense right well now. it's just odd
0: because like star wars has always been a very grounded kind of thing like realistic for a sci-fi thing but not like grounded on like i don't know you know there's not like anti-gravity and teleporters you know what i mean yeah and this movie felt like oh we're gonna have like a magic guy who's suspended from a robot he's uh giant robot arm in the ceiling
1: oh yeah and, the other thing i just realized that bothered me with the stupid gps thing was that they had to like plug it in and like that bothered me so much cause i'm like star yeah. wars it's all about holograms and yep. projections and like what are you like there's an actual like co- coaxial cable like going into
0: that was it. in like the first 30 <laughs> seconds of the movie too he goes and finds that thing and fi- I don't know who he was fighting off to get those. By the way, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, um, those guys had weird costumes. I, w- I can't remember. if I don't even remember were like what Jedi you're talking about. It was in the very beginning when they're like. That's the whole thing is Kylo's investigating this mysterious message from Palpatine that is only heard in the opening crawl. Yeah. like you never even hear it. Uh, and that's how he finds. I don't know how he found it. Yeah, So like- I mean, Luke spent <laughs> years looking for it, and Kylo just somehow just like, hey, here it is uh yeah i mean we could go on and on about yeah problems we have with so this, but yeah. good
1: thing chewie gets his medal
0: chewie got a medal uh i i will say i liked uh, what little we got of it i liked ben solo he was yeah. he acted very han solo-ish which was cool
1: he actually didn't even have a lot of lines
0: he didn't kylo kylo he kind of got talked. gypped a little bit in this movie considering that
1: such a great actor you're gonna yeah. kind of waste it
0: um i liked Carrie russell yeah, uh, I thought her character was pretty interesting and she was m- mostly well used. Um, I liked Baba, whatever the little alien yeah. that wiped uh c 3 P s memory. Um, I liked the Jedi voices. Uh, I don't know, uh, yeah, yeah, but overall, a very disappointing experience, very which is too bad. I, f- I, I was. Feeling very much the same way I did after seeing uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Oh is, yeah, although I think I was, this is worse. <laughs> I, that was worse for me because I was super invested in Dark Knight. Like that was, one yeah. of my it still is one of my favorite. It's like movies. Christopher
1: Nolan. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and that's a director
0: who has. That's the only movie he's done that I didn't don't really like, well, and I really dislike.
1: Insomnia is kind of boring. Insomnia
0: is okay, but it, but Dark Knight Rises is like a c- catastrophe to me. Yeah. But this, I at least, you know, I'm not like heavily invested in like the Last Jedi or Force Awakens. I like them, but as the end of like, you know, the supposedly the end of like the saga of all the movies that I grew up loving, like, does not. It's not a very nope, fitting end. It's disappointing. It's a pretty pretty dumb end. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's our thoughts on uh, on the Rise of Skywalker. Let us know what you thought. I hope that some folks out there liked it more than we did and got got more out of it than we did. Yeah, but I don't
1: even know if we'll rewatch it anytime
0: soon. <laughs> yeah, if I can find that clip of the Jedi's talking, and then I'll I'm watch sure that. someone's
1: already transcribed. I'll watch it. that
0: instead of going back to the theater. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, uh, I guess this will be the end of our December episode. Even though we're recording this a little earlier than that, so uh, everybody have a have a happy holiday, and uh, if. Unless you have already. <laughs> don't know exactly how just remember. say
1: happy new year. I don't remember when this episode's <laughs> gonna come out.
0: But you'll have a have a happy new year's and we'll see you all in twenty twenty with some new episodes of Spice Together. together. <laughs>